Hello and welcome to the Caffeinated Creators Podcast, the podcast that gives you a glimpse into the lives of rising video and TV creators. I'm your thrilled host, Jake Zebley, drinking a cup of coffee in a cramped sound booth in the Klein College of Media and Communication at Temple University with today's guest. Before I let him speak, let me give you a rundown of who our guest is. Our guest is a senior media studies and production major at Temple University. He is an aspiring live television director who is currently directing two shows on Temple University television. One of them is College Regional Emmy nominated. He's held three internships with news networks and cable networks across the nation. On top of directing the two shows, he works for Temple University Television, filming and editing content for broadcasts across the city of Philadelphia. As he says in every cover letter, he's an energetic, determined, and friendly team player. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Matt Ward. Hello. How you doing? I'm happy to be here. I'm doing great. Thanks for coming in, Matt. Yeah, appreciate it. How was your day so far? It's it's been a good. It's been good. It's gone well. What'd you do? Uh, I took an exam, so uh, I'm halfway on my way to being certified a certified scuba diver. Oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, so I passed that exam. What class is that? Uh, it's the, it's scuba diving. It's, oh. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know about it, you should definitely take it. Um, I, I I know if you remember Spencer traveled. Yeah, he took it. Of course um, he did. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun, dude. It's actually a really cool course. We use the pool here. To go scuba diving. Wow. And uh, and yeah, took our took the exam today. I was expecting you to say like Google AdWords certification or something like that. Not a <laughs> no. scuba diving yeah, certification. Yeah, you check it out. Seriously, it's a fun class. I totally will. Yeah. What'd you have for lunch? Um, I had a turkey and cheese sandwich that I made at home. That's good. I was gonna say if you got that thing from uh, in the lobby of anime. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not a good. That's not very, not a very good sandwich. So where are you from? Uh, where'd you go to high school? Tell me a little about. A little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm so I'm from Berkeley Heights, New Jersey, um, which is just west of Manhattan, um, New York. And uh, the high school I went to is called Governor Livingston High School, and that's a regional high school. So there's two towns that go there: my town and this town called Mountainside. Um, and uh, we had a television, a television station there, uh, like a like a high school television station and that's kind of how I got involved in all this but uh yeah it's where I grew up my mom's from New York my dad grew up like two towns over in, in uh from the town we live in in New Jersey so we kind of stuck to that area so in high school did you get started right away as a freshman yeah yeah I did um I I took like intro to television production whatever the course was called um and I took uh, like after that, you could take the advanced one, and so I took that class every single year, of 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 high school, um, and the professor who I was who I got really close with, who was really cool, um, let me retake it, and he always gave me like new stuff to do, and uh, we were really lucky there because along with um, our television studio, we had this really really nice uh, auditorium, um, and so for we we would televise all of the events that happened in the auditorium. We had this like. Uh, like short bus that, okay. we, that we painted blue, um, and we had like a portable um, broadcasting station from that that's, bus. That's really cool. Yeah, that we would drive down to the football field and we'd broadcast uh, the games, the football games. Uh, not that our football team was any good, but you know it was still fun to broadcast them and, and shoot them. So uh, yeah, it was really it was really cool because I got a lot of experience right away as from freshman year so you like directed in high school and yeah cameras and all that stuff uh yeah so i i camera being a camera op was one of the biggest things i was always on camera one which was supposedly like the 
Um, the high cam. Yeah, the the best cam to be on for all of our plays. Um, and uh, did camera stuff for the football games. Um, and I did a lot of audio in high school, like for the school uh, musicals and plays. I'd run I'd run um, audio and the soundboard and and mics and all that stuff for for the high school plays. And I would do that in the control room as well if I was working on the broadcast end of it and not the actual, like, in-house sound. I'd do the audio there. Um, and I always kind of thought that was going to be where I went, um, it, like more of the live sound, live audio route. But um, I got a taste for directing when I, like, showed up to do audio for for one of the, the musicals that we were broadcasting on, on, on television. And... Uh, my professor Joe Voorhees, I'll shout him out, and uh, he he was like he's like, hey Matt, we don't have a director. Uh, you're you're a solid camera op. You got an eye. Do you want to direct tonight? And I was like, I don't know how, but yeah. <laughs> and and I loved it. It was so much fun. And so it's kind of been my thing ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. So when you started looking for colleges, what made you consider Temple? I mean, because you just you said you're from New Jersey. So. Yeah. Um, so. I, so like I, like I said, I've been doing this production stuff all four years of high school, and I knew that was kind of like what I wanted to do. I didn't want to have a real job. You know, that was kind of like the in high school, that was more, it, it took more of a factor than it should have. <laughs> the half of it was just like, I don't want a real job. <laughs> I don't want to go to school and suffer through math and horrible science, <laughs> cla- science classes throughout college. So I want to do something, I want to do something fun um, and like learn a skill, you know, um, but uh, but yeah, so that's I knew I knew what I wanted to do was production, and my mom uh, was very involved in like the college search process, and uh, she like did all this research on schools and um, picked out you know like the top media schools uh, like Ithaca, Syracuse, um, Hofstra, uh, Temple. Um, so I applied to all of those, um, and. I, I, I came to visit Temple, and I didn't really like it. It was a rainy day. I didn't really think it was, like, that great of a campus or anything. And there was really nothing that, like, special about it. It was a general tour, so I didn't even get to see the facilities we have here for, like, production. Um, and so I was, like, leaning towards, like, Ithaca or Hofstra. And then um, uh, the application process went in, and I got accepted um, to Temple, like, way before any other school. And they sent an email about those uh, accepted students days. And I came to one of those. And um, Amy Caples, I don't know if you had her presentation when you. Yep. Yeah. Everybody so she, said yeah, Amy every, everyone had presentation. presentation for the accepted students days. And she sold me. I was I was sold immediately um, after seeing all the facilities and, and hearing from the students and from Amy about about what Temple's about and, and, and what they do for the students. And. Um, I couldn't be happier with with the choice. <laughs> so when you so, got to Temple, what was the first activity that you got involved with? Um, oh man, I was like, see, like it goes back to like in high school. This is what I knew. I knew what yeah. I wanted to do, and this is what I wanted to do. And I like knew, I knew that the schoolwork or the classwork for, for this major would be like it would take no time especially in freshman year it's it's like ridiculous how easy the, it, the intro how classes. Easy, yeah exactly yep. how easy it is so i like i was just like man i'm getting involved as involved as i can and i i don't know man i did it all i was in uh wandering studios which is like a film 
club that was here. I got involved in this club, Media Meltdown Productions, which no longer exists, but I was in that. And then I got involved in all the television shows, like literally every single one, Temple Talk, Temple Tonight, The Vibe, Temple Update. Um, didn't get involved in the sports shows, um, but I was doing sport the sports stuff for yeah. uh, the sports desk, which is on Temple Update. Um, and so I was like, I was filming football games. Um, I've worked on a couple mov- movie film sets, short student short film sets with the Club Wander Studios, and I was just I just became the audio person because I had all that experience from audio and in high school I just became the go to audio person for every single entertainment show. <laughs> what made um, you gravitate towards? Um, you're right now you're directing uh, the Vibe, which mm-hmm. is the the Emmy nominated show. Yeah, and as well as uh, Temple Tonight. What made you gravitate towards those and make you climb the ladder there? Um, so I, I, I don't know. I've always wanted to work in entertainment over news, um, entertainment television. Um, I mean, not even so much that I, I don't want to do news at all. It's just like the, the traditional broadcast news that Temple Update did was I knew that's not what I wanted to do. And I wanted to do something like, like entertainment television, late night comedy or, or something like that. Um, and Initially, like in freshman and sophomore year, the reason I stuck with those shows so heavily is because I still thought, was considering heavily the audio route, and those shows gave me, um, it was much more challenging audio-wise, you know, um, in terms of like, at Temple Temple Update, everything's already set up in terms of the set and, and audio, you just turn the mics on and off, and so for these shows, I was able to just kind of like, figure out what kind of equipment we'd need, mic mic bands, mic musical performances, mic everything, and then mix it in, especially the vibe. It was such a, um, it was a lot of fun having to make, there was so, we'd always have so many mics, there was so much going on on the show. With all the skits and everything. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, with like the rap battles, we have three judges that have mics and the music playing through uh, the patch cable and the two rappers on their mics and they're screaming in the microphone. And so it's just so, it was so crazy doing that audio. So that's kind of where why I stuck with those shows. And then when I kind of realized that, you know, I want to go for directing and, and, and live television directing, I knew the live television directing I wanted to do was more creative. Um, and in it, so like that's an, an entertainment for me. Like nowadays in news, when you're directing, it's like a computer software that you use and you just hit the next button once yeah. you've created your rundown. Mm-hmm. But in, um, in entertainment, you're, you're, you're really still calling cameras on the fly and, and have more of a creative outlet in that way. So that's kind of why I've stuck with those shows and still have so much fun directing those shows so moving from audio to directing did mm-hmm. you just like express interest that you wanted to yeah. direct and you just you started the shadowing and moved up yeah pretty much i i just like i don't know man i i, I told my i was i put it in my in my brain i was like i'm directing these shows like there's <laughs> there's no like <laughs> that's a mindset yeah no there's like it was just like i i will have the opportunity to direct these shows by the time at, at least by the time of a junior or or or, or whatever and so in my freshman year, there's this um, student, Josh Simbel, who's now an alumni, um, working as a live television director in Los Angeles. Um, he was directing the shows when I was doing audio for him. And I was always, like, really ready to help out and do the best I could, like, for the audio part of it and, like, asking him questions. And um, 
you know, it, it's hard to like explain to someone how to direct, you know, I'd ask, yeah. I'd ask him questions and he'd be like, I don't know, man, I kind of black out and I just call cameras, <laughs> I just do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I was just like, okay, cool. And so it was just from there, it was just a matter of like, that's why I, when I got the chance to be like the actual audio engineer, cause I started out like the, as the audio assistant, like working in the actual studio mm. with on the set. And then when I got the chance to be the audio engineer, I was constantly just like paying attention to how he was directing the show. Um, cause he was so, he's so good. He still is. I mean, he's amazing. Um, but I was just kind of absorbing how he directed and, and learning it that way. And so, um, I just kind of like told everyone, all the EPs on the shows and producers and everyone that was in charge of running the shows. I was like, I want to direct, like I want to get in line for directing when, when that opening happens. And so in my sophomore year, Josh graduated and then, handed it down to his, um, to Mark Carricker, who's also an alumni now at this point. And I was like, hey, man, like, uh, I, or I texted Josh. I was like, hey, who's taking over the show? And he said Mark Carricker. Um, and I was like, cool, I know Mark Carricker. I was friendly with him. So I went up to him. I was like, hey, man, like, who's your uh, assistant director? Who's your associate director? And he was like, I need, an, I need an assistant director. I didn't even, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't have one. I was like, cool, I got you, dude. <laughs> and so I just kind of did it that way. We got, we did a couple shows together um, directing. And then he's a film student, so he got really involved uh, with the film. Uh, he was starting to get involved in film projects. He was like, hey, man, like, I'm really busy. You want to you direct by yourself? And I was like, uh, uh, sh- sure. It was like a couple of days before the show. I was like, oh, God. Okay, yeah, let's do it. And ever since then. And then I was just kind of, for Temple Tonight, I just, like, uh, it was the matter of telling the producers I wanted to be in line. And the they'd seen me direct for the vibe, and we're like, cool, he's, he knows what he's doing. So it's his turn. And that's that's how I got there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was really just a matter of like letting people know and just being persistent about it, you know. Because some, I, I, I've now like I have students below like that are working on the shows for me, and like a lot of them say they want to direct, but it's like they don't show the real interest in. I don't know, um, but yeah, it's just a matter of determination. So it sounds like you're involved a lot with TV. I mean, it doesn't sound like you are involved with TV a lot. Yeah. Um, do you do any other activities outside of TV? Yeah, I do. Um, so I took, uh, th- I guess, what is it, 3701? Yeah, 3701, the production course here. I've always loved documentaries, uh, watching and um, watching documentaries um, and, you know, being the production students we are, the way we watch movies is different than everyone else. So I always was fascinated with that process and... Uh, so when it came time to take 3701, there's like three different options, and I took the documentary production one for that, um, and that was just an amazing experience. Um, so we made, um, we, we each pitched an idea. My idea got chosen, which was Encore, Music Education for Social Change, um, which is the extended title of the film. And uh, it's really about music education in the city of Philadelphia and like um, providing these programs to underserved youth. Um, and... So that whole process was just amazing. Like work, we got to work with students and interview students and all that, and it was um, so much fun to make that documentary and editing it was a great process. And we actually also got um, nominated for a regional college Emmy uh, on that production, and then uh, got nominated for the from the CBI, which is called Broadca- College Broadcasters Incorporated, and we won first place at that 
um, congratulations. Conference. Yeah, thank you. That was that was a lot. That was a lot of that was a lot of fun. We got to, I got to fly out to Seattle and, and go accept the award. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool having that kind of um, I guess gratification for for making for all the hard work that went into that film. Yeah. Um, and uh, so there was that film that I worked on, and then this semester I'm working with. My best bud, Assad, who's also been on the show in a previous episode. Episode number um, five, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and just to um, say something to that real quick, there is no such thing as Central Jersey, um, even though he'll tell you there is. But uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're working together on a narrative short film this semester, which is like kind of Black Mirror inspired room 404 uh, yeah room 404 it's a black mirror inspired crime drama um that takes that's set in the near future and how technology is gonna you know negatively impact our lives so it's uh it's a little creepy it's exciting um that's premiering on december 14th and i'm real excited about that i think the episode should be out by now uh, yeah i'm not releasing this right away this will this yeah. will be down the line, but yeah, yeah. The I mean, the the movie will be out, and then people hearing this will be able to go watch it. So, go uh, to Vimeo dot com slash Room four hundred four, and you'll find the film. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so completely outside of TV and yeah. broadcasting, do you mm-hmm. do any other activities? Are you just like you're you're one hundred grind time, prime time all yeah, the time? Yeah, I mean, I that's that's a big part. Of, I, it is a hundred, like especially this semester. It's been all about the film and and and. Prime time, grind time. But uh, I am a swimmer, so I'm, I'm on the club swim team um, at Temple. I was a four-year varsity swimmer in, in high school, so I do that casually now um, with the club swim team here at Temple. Um, I'm a huge bike enthusiast, um, and when I have more time in my life, I will. Uh, I'm looking to maybe start racing and 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 training um, in in cycling. Um, uh, I'm a skier. Uh, skiing is my favorite sport ever. I haven't been able to do too much of it due to a lack of money and <laughs> lo- being located not near any mountains and without a car. But <laughs> but uh, those those are restrictions. Yeah, but uh, that's one of my favorite sports. Um, and I play the saxophone. I uh, I'm a, I play the tenor saxophone. I studied jazz all throughout high school. Um, and you know because of my dedication to me like media production and all that stuff, I kind of lost touch with it over the last, um, especially during freshman and sophomore, uh, um, well, I guess it's all three, <laughs> freshman, sophomore, and junior year of college, I didn't really play that much, and this semester I decided to make a change and, and bring it back into my life, so I played with um, the Swingin' Owls jazz, uh, community jazz band um, this this semester, so that was a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's it, I'm, I'm a... I'm a sax player, musician, um, extreme sports enthusiast, uh, skiing and mountain biking and all other extreme sports, and then a media production uh, enthusiast. Well, that's my career. That's quite the, quite the combination. <laughs> yeah. Taking a step back from all of this, from the activities and why, why you're doing media production, so mm-hmm. like before even in high school, yeah. why, what made you choose media? Like why, why are you doing this? it's just so fun. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I, it's, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say I was like that movie buff or, or like, uh, like TV buff or whatever. I always, 
I always loved music. Music was a huge thing for me um, growing up and uh, playing music and studying music uh, was kind of like a big focus for me. But I realized that it was really, really hard. And and then I found like this other creative outlet through visual creation and I kind of discovered that um, what comes more naturally to me is the visual component of it over the um, audio audible component of creating music you know so I've always marveled over how movies are made rather than like being like a movie fanatic you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's always that's always been kind of my thing is I just like once I saw I don't know I don't know where it was I don't know what the first introduction to it was I don't really remember to be honest but like once I had the kind of magic cover unveiled from television of what really goes into it. Um, I was just like, this is, this is awesome. Like, this is so much fun. Like it's really like you really get to create magic in front of people's eyes and they don't even know, they don't even know what's happening. So that's, that's kind of like, that's kind of why I do it. It's just, it's fun. I don't have to, I don't have to have a real job. (laughs) Um, I get to express myself creatively and, and, um, I think tie. I think I get to tie it into a lot of my other hobbies, you know, because like I have I have a broad range of interests and and hobbies, and you can tell a story and record video about any of those things. So, I think for that reason, that's why I'm doing it. So moving back or moving forward mm-hmm. to right now again. Yeah. Um, What's your resume? Where have you worked? Um, tell me a little bit about the internships that you've done. Of course. Um, so my first internship was at a television show called New York Live. Um, and that airs on NBC4 in New York City, the local NBC station there. Um, and that television show um, is kind of under the production company called LXTV and Sky Castle Productions. Or they're all on the same. They work on the same floor of, okay. of NBC Universal, um, and so uh, I got that through like a lucky connection. Um, a cousin of mine, I think maybe second cousin, a second cousin of mine worked at NBC for a long time. Now he works at the Comcast Center for Comcast in Philadelphia here. Um, but yeah, he got me that interview. I got the job um, because Paul Gluck, our wonderful general manager of TUTV here, um, also had a connection there. So I got the job. And uh, that job was that that was my favorite internship that I've had so far because I really I got to be hands on um, with with Premiere and I got to go on the shoots. It's a the show New York Live is like a lifestyle culture and entertainment show. Um, and so they do a lot of like uh, restaurant. Like they'll go to like the newest like hip restaurants in in New York and um and like cover those or cover events or whatever. And so I got to go on shoots um, and assist with um, Man on the Street pieces and those other pieces I was mentioning cool. and all that stuff. And then, um, you know, at the beginning of the internship, they would have us do what they called taxi edits. So I don't know if any of your listeners have ever been in the back of a New York City taxi cab, but in the back of the taxi cab, there's a screen and it just plays it's like a television screen. It just plays, you know, um, short promos and ads for television and all that stuff. Um, and so what I would do is I would take the edited packages that had aired in the show and I'd cut them down from like three and a half minutes to one one minute or, uh, I don't know. It was either 
60 seconds or one minute and 15 seconds. I cut them down to that, and those would air in the taxi cab. That's cabs. really cool. And it was cool because I took a cat. I took a taxi cab to the train station one day after work, and I saw a piece that I had aired <laughs> that I edited. That's cool. A week a week earlier, but anyway, the the my boss gave me like yeah, one day at the, the beginning of the work week. He was like, "Hey, here's like five of these packages. Like have them back by the end of the week." Um, and I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I started working on them, and I was like, "This is kind of easy." And by that afternoon, I had returned all five packages to them, and they were like, "Oh, like you can you can actually edit." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I love I love to edit." And so by that time, they had incorporated me into the um, uh, edit schedule, so I got to edit a lot of packages that aired on NBC Four um, for that show. And then from there, I studied away in LA. Like once I had a first internship at NBC Universal, they make it really easy to keep moving through the company yeah. and get yeah, different yeah. experiences. So from there I worked at Focus Features Films, which is really cool because they work on like Oscar winning movies. Um, and, uh, that was a lot of fun, um, being out in LA and doing that experience and a whole thing. I met with a lot of live television directors and did some networking out there. So it was just a great experience. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, it was a great experience to be out there. I got to go on set for America's Got Talent and watch the show happen from behind the scenes. Wow, that's really cool. In the truck. So it was really, really cool to see that. Um, that kind of confirmed that, yep, this is what I want to do. But, uh, the company I was working for was a filmed company. It was really cool to see that, but I kind of figured that, figured out that I don't really want to work at a film studio <laughs> in my career. Um, and then from there, I went uh, to USA. I went back to New York, uh, 30 Rockefeller uh, Plaza, um, which is NBC headquarters, and worked for USA and Sci-Fi Cable Networks. Um, and the department I was in there was really cool because I got... I don't know how to... It's really complicated to explain, and I haven't been there for a while. So, but it, like the department I was in tied together all the other departments okay. in a way that was really cool to like see how everything was working and how all the strings were being pulled and, and how the shows were being promoted and, and all that stuff. Um, so that was a really cool opportunity to work there. And yeah, those are my three main internship experiences. So you were talking about Room 404. Is there any other projects that you're working on right now? Um, n no. That's the main... That's Because that, that's the biggest... That's the biggest film project I've worked on, so that's taken up a majority of my time. So currently, that's the main my main focus, along with working on the shows. I, I've been directing the shows as well. Um, but yeah, it's the only like media project I'm working on right now. Uh, what's the dream position and location? Man, that's a tough one. Um, I, I, I guess dream position is, you know, live television director, well, yeah. um, live event, uh, or live event production manager. You know, mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. Right now, I'm, it's New York or LA for me. Um, if I want to be, if I want to make it to the top of creative live television directing, I think I have to go to LA at some point. Um, but I don't know. It, it, I'm kind of in between doing live televised events and then also the like um i don't know like live per, li like a live event production like co big concerts that would happen at Madison Square Garden or these major complexes and and running the audiovisual elements at 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 those at those places and just like becoming the guy there you yeah. know how like every place has like the, guy. the dude that just knows everything about the entire audiovisual system in the building i feel like that would be a very cool job I'd, I would love going to work every day, doing that, taking the train home to my family in the suburbs of New Jersey. 
sounds like a good end place. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say to people? Um, this is your your spotlight right now. What do you What do you have to say? I don't know, man. Keep creating. I don't know. I, I feel like no matter what, no matter what you do, no matter what, like if you're in the science or engineering fields, obviously you're creating all the time. Um, and I think just keep creating and and be kind to other people. And I think. I don't know, I don't want to make it political, but like in the world we live in today, just got to be open to other people's viewpoints and opinions and be able to understand where people are coming from and why they're coming from that position. But yeah, be kind to others, uh, keep creating. I think that's how we make the world a better place is to keep creating and um, contributing to um, society, you know, because who knows? Who knows where life's gonna go, or who knows where humanity's gonna go? But all you, all you, all you got is what you've made, and what you've created, and what, and the mark you've left on society. So m- make something, and, and be nice to, to people while you're doing it. <laughs> Good words of advice. Yeah, that's, that's what I'll say. That's what I'll say to the people. How many cups of coffee do you think you've had in your entire life? Wow, man, not a lot. Really? I'm, yeah, I'm not a coffee okay. drinker. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I like so. Then what's your what's your poison outside of coffee? Do you have a like soda, Red Bull? Like what's your go-to when you need caffeine? I loved soda. I, I've kind of like weaned myself off it a little bit, but like soda, I loved soda when I was growing up. Um, throughout like high school and all that, I was addicted to soda. Um, but now, like I don't know if I need an all if I need to have an all nighter at the tech or whatever, I'll have. I'll, I'll do like. Either Red Bull, I love Red Bull. I'm a huge fan of Red Bull in general, the drink and the me- like the media mm-hmm. company, the major media company they are. That also that would also be a dream job to work for them because I love extreme sports and stuff like that. But anyway, um, yeah, I'll do either Red Bull. I will do coffee. I don't know. I'm starting to starting to get a taste for like the I don't know bougie tasty <laughs> Starbucks drinks. You know, the flavors um, of coffee. Yeah, so I'll have a couple of those if I really need to stay up. But like. I don't know. I try to get six to seven hours of sleep. Good for you. Uh, do some, do some exercise, and I feel like that's enough for me to be awake and productive throughout the day. You know, I try to keep my sleep schedule. It hasn't been working out lately because of the film. because of, just because of I don't know just life life the, the life of a college kid. It's so it's it's kind of ridiculous. Like the the way we have class schedules and all. That. But anyway, it's, it hasn't been working out lately. But I try to keep my sleep schedule as regimented as possible. That's like, great. Wake up at a specific time. Like set one alarm, um, and wake up when that alarm goes off, and then go to bed when you're tired, hmm. um, or with enough time to get six seven hours of sleep. And I found that that makes me more productive than drinking coffee or whatever. So if you had to put a number to it, how many do you think you've had, though? In my life, I don't even know how to, like, ballpark it. Is it, like, I want to say, like, it's not even a thousand. It's, like, it's probably, like, Well, how many do you think you've 500. Five, okay. I'm going to go with 500. That's a comfortable guess. Yeah. Not having not been a coffee drinker. It's easy to I think do. this. This bit is easy to do with people who have regimented. Right. That though they drink coffee like yeah. once a day or yeah. or whatever. I I don't. I don't think I. I don't even think I have a cup of coffee once a week. Okay. Um. So I don't even. It's. I kind of just get it when I when I know I need it, or if I feel like having a warm pick me up in the morning. If it's a rough morning, you know, sometimes it's just like, it's, it's it gets really it gets really rough getting out of bed, but. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go less than five hundred. Five hundred or less. I wouldn't. Be, I really, honestly, wouldn't be surprised if it was three hundred or less. Okay. But yeah, that's my, that's my ballpark. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say? Um, I don't know, man. I think we've I think we've covered it. Covered a lot of it. Covered covered a lot of it. Um, I think the, I think the people, your audience, all of your dedicated listeners know everything there is to know about me. The one and only Matt Ward, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, be sure to follow Matt's social media. Um, he has a public Instagram at mward2210. Be sure to watch his film, Room 404. You said vimeo.com slash room404. Yep, that's correct. And follow Caffeinated Creators on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Creators, And follow myself on Instagram and Twitter at Jake Zebley. Signing off saying stay happy, this is Jake Zebley for Caffeinated Creators.